Welcome to Six Figure Coaches with Luke Charlton, where every week we interview a successful coach and break down their business. We take you behind the scenes in their marketing, advertising, and sales campaigns. We show you what's working. We show you their frameworks, their proven strategies, so you can implement them in your business to grow. Now let's bring on this week's guest. Here is your host, Luke Charlton. Hey, this is Luke Charlton here, and welcome back to another episode of the Six Figure Coaches Show. Very excited to have you here, and very excited to bring on today's guest in just one moment. Uh, she's another high-ticket coach, just like yours truly. So we're going to have a lot of fun diving into her uh, marketing and sales process and how she gets results for clients. She gets some amazing results for her clients. So, with that being said, before I bring her on, I remember this is the Six Figure Coaches Show. We go live. We the, these episodes premiere inside the Hermit Hole every. Uh, Tuesday, every Tuesday, I believe it's about 1, 12 or 1 p.m. somewhere, somewhere in there. Uh, we've got a team that sets it up for me. So I think it's 1 p.m. Pacific is when it is when it goes in um, that light into that group. Just go to thehermithole.com and you'll be able to get access to these interviews before they get published on uh, iTunes and Stitcher on the audio platforms. Okay, So if you want to get access to these episodes first, just go to the Hermit Hole. They premiere there a week uh, in advance of the audio interviews. Okay, so with that being said, let me bring on today's guest. As I said, I'm super excited to bring her on. She's an award-winning um, coach. She's a, um, as I said, a, she helps coaches, consultants attract high-paying clients. Um, let me bring up her bio here because there's one thing. She has a, um, a funnel that I'm, I'm very excited to dive into. She calls it the consistent client um, super funnel. And as I said, she works specifically with um with high-ticket coaches and consultants. She's had a very successful um, agency over the last eight years, and now she's focusing more on uh, lead generation, demand generation for um, for coaches. So we're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into her story. So Shannon D'Souza, welcome to the Six Figure Coaches Show. Very excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Luke. Hello, everyone. This is going to be a fantastic show. I yes, I can't wait. Favorite. I'm really interested to know. Uh, we'll dive into your funnel, but uh, before we get there, can you just give... Um, the coaches listening in just some context as to your story because you didn't start off like running a successful agency right so you were actually in the corporate world first yes and you led which led you to the agency which now has led you to more <laughs> on coaching so do you just want to give us some background on your story Absolutely. So I started in the software industry, ripe age of 18. I went to the University of Waterloo. And um, for those of you in Canada, you know, that is like the number one tech school to go to. So I kind of accidentally got shoved into that industry. Um, yeah. You know, I had a co-op job for, um, and I had two years of work experience. So I worked for companies like Sybase, BlackBerry, um, some really, really big corporations. And from that, what I realized is, um, I think I like smaller. So I went back to school. I did my master's in business, entrepreneurship and technology, and I decided I was going to commit my life to startups. And that's where the journey of startups went. So I did about um, eight years over there in startup land, and I wanted to wear as many hats as humanly possible because that is how you learn and grow. And I wanted to do it on somebody else's dime because I always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. Um, it was just really a matter of when. In fact, um, in my 20s, I had my very first entrepreneurial venture, which was um, I was a wedding planner while I worked full time in my 20s. Oh, wow. um, and I ended up growing that. Um, we did about 25 events a year and I sold that to one of the women who worked for me. So 
very, very extensive background in sales and marketing. Um, what I realized in the software industry was the gold was really understanding lead generation and demand generation and how to build the book of business. And so that's what I decided to focus on. I started up as a sales rep and then I grew to all VP of sales and marketing and my last like corporate role. So that's my background, Luke. Okay, nice, nice. So, so you moved into the agency side of things and who specifically were you um, helping with the agency? So once I, so my husband actually got headhunted to go to Vancouver. Yep. So when I went to Vancouver, what I saw was there wasn't a lot of talent. So instead of going to, you know, get a job per se, um, I started actually as a tech consultant, a sales and marketing consultant, mm -hmm. um, which was very exciting. That very quickly grew because I attracted a lot of business. And so it became an agency. I shocker. Okay. Don't judge me, but here's a little secret. I didn't actually niche down. I just focused on helping clients and what their needs were. And for me, it was very much around um, allowing my brain to really like be exercised. So we did all things all the way from like designing websites and SEO all the way for, to doing like ads and, you know, campaigns. Yep. So there was a very, I mean, it was very fluid. Um, from that, I realized there's only so much that you can grow in an yep. agency if you don't niche down. And so that's kind of where my journey to focus began. And so when you say niche down, you mean to a particular type of client? Is that what you're talking about there? So in my coaching business, I teach it by industry. Okay. And so the agencies that are doing, I find doing extraordinarily well, it's, you know, that's where they're focused is like e-com or, um, you know, manufacturing or oil and gas or yep. whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Because you can tell there's a couple of different ben benefits to niching down and, you know, people hear the main one, which is, um, well, you get, you know, you have a more targeted message, right? So which makes it stand out more. It makes it easier. You get better response from your advertising as an example. Um, so generating appointments generally is, is, is easier, but also the other side of the coin, which you don't talk about much is, is when you focus on a specific industry, you can create a very systemized delivery, uh, like service delivery, right? So I work with coaches, um, that are kind of, that are just wanting to get in. Generally, they're just starting their advertising for the first time and they want to be able to turn advertising into high paying clients. And so I have a system that is perfect for that type of coach. Right. Yeah. And so it's just, it's almost like a, um, uh, like a conveyor belt, right? You can just kind of put them on you, just the same process every time versus if you're in all these different industries, you can't really systemize them. It's very laborious and slow and clunky. Right. And so that's the other benefit of niching down is you actually can speed up your delivery of services. Would you agree with that? I would a thousand percent agree with it. So you're reducing your time, your energy, your money, your mm. labor. Um, you know, you have a process through it. I like to say you become the whale in the pond mm. also, mm. because if you're in a niche or an industry specific area, typically industries are not that massive. So mm. you can go to the right events, you can meet the right people, you can speak on the right stages. And then, you know, that's how you can drive way more lead generation for yourself. Right. Exactly right. And so, okay, so you're focused primarily on high ticket service professionals or high ticket coaches now? I Both of them. So okay. it's high ticket service providers as well as high ticket coaches. And so why that is, is because they're actually very similar because right. the high ticket portion means that they have, they take sales calls. Right, 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 right. That's really what this comes down to. Okay, cool, cool. Um, 
And so you've got the agency, but now you've, you've got, you're going into more coaching yourself. Is that correct? That's what you're in the last few years, my focus has been on coaching and why that happened was because I had about 350 customers come through the agency. I typically attract women. And so through that, I saw that women have a really, really big problem selling and sales for me has been absolutely effortless. And so if I had to look back on why that is, it's because A, I have the experience, but B, I have the process. I know what kind of questions to ask and my confidence has increased because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look at women and typically the background that women come from, um, you know, health and wellness, for example, they know how to be a fantastic dietitian or nutritionist, but they were never taught any business skills. So yeah. now that they have their own private practice, they have no idea how to do client acquisition. Okay, cool, cool. So, okay, so let's dive into your um, consistent client super funnel. Is that what you call it? That is what I call it. <laughs> so do you do this funnel for yourself as well? Absolutely. I do the exact same program as all of my clients. It's, all, it's always nice when the expert does what they teach because you know, a lot of the time you don't see that. Um, you know, they go do this funnel and then they're not doing it at all. I, I guess do it's it some instances because, when you, sorry, go I, ahead. I said I do it because as you know, in this digital world, things are changing like every three hmm. seconds. Like now all of a sudden everyone's abandoned TikTok to go to Clapper. You know what I mean? So if I'm not doing it, then my content and my information, my teaching, my curriculum could be completely out of date. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go into the, the, pro, like the actual funnel. So let, let's at a high, let's just walk through it at a, at a high, uh, at a high level. So what, how many steps is it? Three, four, five? So there's a few pieces. And the first piece is even before the sales process. Okay. So the women who come to me, the, why they're not closing high ticket sales is a, they're not niche down. Yep. So that's the very first thing that we're problem. We're going to solve. The second is going to be, we're going to optimize their offer. A lot of women are just intuitively the way they sell is solution-based. So they don't know how to showcase what are the problems they're actually solving um, in a way where somebody can recognize themselves in that. I'm, I'm smiling, almost laughing right now, because <laughs> for anyone that all the coaches listening and that listen to my other podcast and this one, it's something that I talk about all the time. It's like, what's the let's just start with the problem that you're solving first. And it's interesting how a lot of coaches can't even articulate. Um, they go right for their coaching, right? Because that's what they're so deep in that subject, but they can't articulate, okay, what's the actual problem? high ticket problem I call it what's the high ticket problem you're solving for your for your clients it has to start there it kind of where's the fire yeah yeah exactly right exactly right (laughs) why Uh, am I buying like a fire extinguisher if yeah so people that people think yeah people think that they're they're buying a fire extinguisher right it's not this it's what the fire extinguisher does for you it's put puts out the fire same with coaching your prospects are not really buying coaching like yes they get that that's kind of like the vehicle what they're buying is the is the solution to their to their problem to that main the transformation right yeah. like what's coming after this right um you're absolutely correct so 95 percent of people that i work with that has not been optimized they don't and it's very typically what they do is it's very um features driven as opposed to benefit right. driven and i know you know all of these words right um so a lot of people want to talk about the container and how long the container is and mm-hmm. how many like you know um how many sessions are in teachable? You know what I mean? Yeah, Those kinds yeah, yeah. of things. And it's yeah, like, that's, yeah, 
you have 500 hours of content to go through. So amazing. Yes. And I'm like, that's not what this is about. So we need to get into the details of that transformation. Um, So these are all new things that the women that I work with, I work very, very deeply with them because I've been a consultant for so long. Um, I have a much more hands-on approach than other coaches, which is more like, this is how to go do it. This and then go do it. Um, I tend to get my hands dirty. So we'll go, we'll do a lot of like back and forth iterations. Um, I'm also the type of coach that um, is not really like, oh, just pat you on the back. You're good to go. Like I'm, I'll give you real feedback. Um, So it's very, very consultative. Yeah, so, so that's I'm similar. Mm-hmm. Can we stop there for a second? Because I think that's really yes. important. Um, you know, the industry went initially it was like kind of one-on-one, right? Then it went to this whole like everyone do group. You know, group is the way to go. And I think people are when you realize you don't get the best as good results as if you're working in that more consultative approach with your mentor, right? And that's why I don't do group anymore. I just do like one-on-one consulting basically. Now, a lot of it is with Loom videos, but it's still me personally reviewing like their offer, their copy, their pages, um, because I find that, you know, you can get them much, much better results. Whereas in a group program, you've got like, let's say you've got 30 or 40 people in on a call. You only have maybe like five or 10 minutes with each person. Like if- If that, if that- You can't go deep on that, right? And I've spoken to so many clients that have come from other programs. And they're like, yeah, I've been doing this program for like a year or six months or I had one join the other day, two years, she'd been trying to get this webinar up and she t- she'd taken it and asked questions about why isn't it converting. It took me about like 10 minutes of just speaking to her one-on-one to figure out what the problem was. And now, you know, things are moving forward with, with her campaign. And so, yeah, I group coaching can be good in like certain instances, but I think generally for the coaches that we're talking about that want to convert into high paying clients and have a systemized system it's it's gonna get much better results with with one-on-one consultative or done for you type process a thousand percent and there is actually like an energetic connection like if you are selling high ticket you should also be paying high ticket because then Mm. you understand what it feels like to be on the other side and that you can coach your own clients through that and so if you do want that one-to-one like concierge you know, service, then that does come with a higher price point, right? Yep, um, so, so we do the, the niche, we do the offer, then we get into messaging. And messaging is not only like, you know, how to position yourself. Messaging is really what I get into is social media content and attraction-based marketing and storytelling. So I have a whole system around that. And that is really the crux of um, how to get the, the real sales process and sales funnel going. Um, mm-hmm. Because if people don't like the content that you're putting out, if people can't connect with you on a very, very deep level, mm-hmm. um, sales is going to be so much harder for you. Right. So can you just, so we can put what you just mentioned, like what you just mentioned is very important, but I think it will make more sense if you put it in the context of your actual funnel, like the actual process that you take someone from first meeting the coach all the way to a booked, you know, a booked an appointment. And then you can talk, so you can talk about where it the would be much more about. top of the funnel, right? Yep. So it's awareness of you. And it's not only awareness of you, you know, what you're selling, it's awareness of Shannon D'Souza as a human being because my strategy is very much around like vulnerability and storytelling of like, not only the good things I'm doing, but also my mishaps maybe, Mm -hmm. right? Humanizing myself, 
right? Yeah. Like if you go through all of my content, you're always seeing my face. So you're mm -hmm. connecting that to it. Mm -hmm. um, pre historically, um, people liked a lot more value-based content. Um, then it moved much more into authority when it was a very busy market. Mm -hmm. And now I'm finding it's going much back into affinity of like, who are the people who are really out here who want to help us? So mm -hmm. if we don't have affinity, affinity is another word for trust. If we are not building trust with our audience through our content, which is right at the top of the funnel, yep. then why would they want to have a freebie, right? Why would they want to sign up for a webinar? Why would they want to come into our group, right? Okay, so are you, okay, just to put this in context, are you talking about doing regular posts on social media or are you talking about getting them onto your list and sending them regular content? So what does this actually look like? So the first would be right on social media, right? Okay. The second right under that is going to be getting onto our list. Um, this, okay. And how do we get onto our list in my super funnel? It's through a Facebook group, typically. Okay. That's like the easiest way but to How do you that. build the group in the first instance? Through our personal profile. Through, oh, through your personal profile. Okay, cool. So, so you're building audience through your personal profile. Okay, so this is where we're getting to the specifics, which is good. So you do you, so using your personal Facebook or Instagram profile, both? You can do this exact same strategy on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Okay, all the same. Cool. So you would connect with your target market and start doing regular posts on your personal profile. Yes. That invites cool. them to your group and then you get them on the list from there. Absolutely. You can cut the group if you really wanted to cut, if they're not like Facebook people, like if you're getting them from LinkedIn and then they go straight to like your, your freebie. Okay, cool. So where, so your the beginning of your process, I'm assuming is you're telling the coach to obviously identify who your target market is as the first step. Right. And then when you get onto social media, go and start connecting with the, that specific type of person. And we, and we teach it through industry and job title. Okay, what about if they're on Facebook and there's no industry and job title in their actual personal profile? How do you identify those people? You're going to start identifying them through the groups where you know they're hanging out. Okay. So but one of the things I will tell you is a, there is a lot of people that have job titles and have like the SEO key information on their Facebook profile. Oh, they do? Uh, oh. Yes, it's huge. So when you connect with them, do you get your clients to look at that person's profile first before they connect with them as a friend? Yes. And that's a part of prospecting. Okay. And so that, that goes into like later in our sales process of what we're doing. Yeah. If you like, you have to prospect each person that's in your audience and yeah. it's better to do it before you bring them into your audience right, right, um, through yeah. their profile. The next step would be doing it through the DMS. And okay. So you, prospect get the very clear make sure that they're qualified like they're in your target market you mm -hmm. connect with them and then are you getting a va to do this generally or is it the coach that's doing it we always want to start with the coach because this is where everything gets completely derailed is everything gets outsourced hmm. they're not fine they don't understand your business the way you do they don't understand hmm. you know who that a plus plus client is and there's very subtle nuances when you have a conversation that you could identify as the coach because you're the expert right, versus right. somebody who like this is a brand new concept in a brand new world for them yeah and that's uh, i tell my clients that as well like um you know if you want to hire a setter as an example um you want to do the setting first like you want to actually start getting on the phone and start calling your leads because how do you expect to know, first of all, if someone's doing a good job or not, right? If How can you coach them? Like when you bring someone into your company, yes. how can you coach them? 
So you need to, you need to like learn the process and then you're also the leader, right? If you're training a setter and they know that you haven't ever done it before, like, are they really going to be, you know, paying attention to what you say in the most, you know, effective way? Probably not. So that goes for every process, right? You want to do it initially, get, get good at it, get a level of proficiency. And then yes, then you can, once it's all smoothly working, then sure outsource it. Is that, that's how I see it anyway. I call it the bullshit factor. If you haven't done the job, there's no way for you to call bullshit. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If you haven't studied it, how can, because people will always tell you, oh, no, that's not possible. And then you're like, actually, it is. And this is how you do it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, most importantly for sales, though, mm. if you don't do this yourself, you don't know the client objections. You don't know how to progress the conversation forward. And my entire yeah. program, my entire being is all around creating relationships through the DMs to book sales calls and then optimizing your sales call, right? Okay, cool. So you connect with them. After you connect, do you send them like a, hey, how are you going type message or what happens next? Is that used, so for me, I like to think of this like um, I'm at a conference yep. or I'm meeting someone in person and I'm introducing myself. I start very high up. And then we'll get into the details of work later, right? Yep. So I'm trying to actually be a human being because if I met you in real life, I would never jump into like, hey, you're a high ticket coach. Uh, <laughs> what are you struggling with? I can help you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that would just never happen if yeah. we were at a conference. <laughs> okay. And, he, and are, you, um, are you tracking each person that you add as a friend? Like, is there a spreadsheet that you use or do you just- So there is a spreadsheet or you can use, met there's multiple tools that you can use that track you know, leads yep. on social media. So an example of um, one is called um, group track, group track CRM. Okay, cool. So uh, that yeah. is my favorite one. It is very expensive, um, but it is a great tool. What are some of the objections that you get about your system? Um, it's not objections. It's mostly resistance. And for women, it's doing things that they haven't done before. So mm. it's mainly the discomfort of having a conversation with somebody that they don't know. Okay. That is like the biggest. Well, if you're a coach listening and have a lot of those, you have a lot of those, um, you know, if you're booking calls, right? Um, well, people. typically like people come to me and they're like, I want to make 30K. I want to make 50K. I want to make 100 amazing like yes let's manifest that but also like let's look at the data and see how many leads you need yep. to bring in how many calls you need to book how many of those are going to show up um right. is this a one call or two call close and then the number you know keeps going down what's your conversion rate on calls yeah um yep. and if you don't have those numbers or you don't know this data then most likely your, the lead number that you're going to need is very, very large. Now, where is that traffic coming from if you're yeah. not paying for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the that's the thing I like about um, like what, what you do and what I, you know, it's very, what you just mentioned is, you know, you can get to whatever goal they want at 30, 40, 50K a month and you just work backward from there. What you've just done is you just work backwards. Okay, if you're, if you need, if you want to get to 50K a month and each client is worth say 5K, it means you need to make 10 sales, okay? If your closing rate is 20%, it means you times 10 sales by five, you need to do um, what 50 calls, right? In, in a month to close 10 sales. Okay, to get 50 people to show up to, you know, so you just kind of keep, you just kind of keep work, working backwards. And, um, and then it, the cool thing about that is it, it gives your clients, right? A very specific, okay, 
we I need to connect with 30 people each day because I know if I connect with 30 people each day, um, that's going to get me like, you know, 10 people in my Facebook group. For every 10 people I get in my Facebook group, that gets me this many people into a call or whatever, what are the numbers work out, right? So you start from the from that end goal of whatever the monthly goal is and you, you work backwards. And that's the benefit of having a systemized approach. Such, Absolutely. Such and that number, to tell you the truth, at a 20 at a 20% close rate, the number that you need to hit 50K, if you have a 5K program, you need 119 leads per month. Okay. When you, what's a, what's your definition of a lead though? Is that connections or is that people in your face? No, Facebook it's group? not a connection. It'll be like a qualified person who wants to get on a call with you. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a very, that, and do you see guys, do you see how that's a very high number? And if you haven't improved, if you don't know how to improve your close rate, because mm. that's the easiest free and free way to do it yeah right yeah that's the low-hanging fruit right you're close like it's um it's amazing how power how much like getting good at sales can move the needle right if you go from 20 percent closing to 40 percent, you literally just doubled your monthly income well let me give you that number let me do that right now for you since i have you here um so you can basically tell like okay, if you want to earn whatever it is 50k a month you need to connect with this many people per day um to then send them all through all those steps. But. Absolutely. So that brings it to, if you will increase your close rate to 40%, that brings the qualified leads that you need to get on a call to 60. Mm. So that mm. is exactly 50% of that, yeah, right? So, yeah. so can, do you see how much less work you have to do if you can mm. just increase your close rate? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, um, yeah, I just did, I, a few months ago, I worked on my, my closing a lot in, um, uh, Cole Gordon's program and uh yeah I just literally that was the main thing that I fixed and hit my first 100k month so <laughs> um and I didn't change really anything else so it was um it was a, a an excellent a, investment yeah yeah good investment, good investment. <laughs> yeah if I came back as a a coach again I probably would just focus on sales because it's you know I can work with someone that's already got some, you know already getting appointments and you just work on the end, the end part, which is the, the, the bit that has the most leverage and you get great results. But um, yeah, it does, it does, it does show you the, the power of, of selling. So that's the, okay. So have we just gone through your whole system then, or is there anything else? I mean, once, once you bring them in our world, we prospect them, we nurture them, we use our DM strategy, right. To then book the sales call and then we optimize the sales call. Okay, that's, cool. That's the strategy. Okay, great. And then after that, how do they, let me ask, how do you, how do you scale that? Is this where you would hire multiple VAs to do, to do the prospecting? Like how would you scale the system or do you just go the straight scale to scale really comes down to, so I have a backend offer. The scale comes to ads and funnels. Yeah, right? say, if you, ad, you start yeah. cooking with gas, then let's get those leads into our group of like directly. Right. We, yeah. <laughs> then we just start talking to them and we prospect them like faster. So you just advertise the group like with a Facebook ad or something. Well, you, you, that's against Facebook regulation, right? So we don't actually. Well, I mean, send them to a page that then <laughs> they go back to the group. Yes. <laughs> Just for, anyway, <laughs> for coaches that aren't aware, like you, you can't advertise a group directly. Like you can't say, hey, join my group and have a link that goes like a facebook.com link that goes to the yeah. group. You have to, you have to have, you can still advertise your group, but you have to send them to a page that says, 
join my group and then the button on the page can go back to the group or you can actually get an opt-in which is probably advisable get them to opt in and then you send them to the yeah i actually haven't seen um i haven't seen a group actual advertisement go through i've only been able to see it through like here's your freebie and then at the back and it flips to join your group oh, okay yeah that's how i used to do it but i've seen people directly advertise the group that's interesting maybe they have changed it um okay cool so what do you see are um, some of the biggest some of the biggest mistakes that coaches make um, when implementing your system? Um, Following through might be one. I the first thing intuitively that came to my brain was like um, questioning the methodology. Okay. And way. so for me, it's like, I, I keep telling them this, like my results are based off of this exact same process. Like I'm not doing anything different than I'm, what I'm telling you to go and do. Yeah. Right. And so, um, I think, I think that that's a big piece of it. There's a lot of, I don't want to use the word resistance, but, um, mindset that has to happen mindset shifts that have to happen and limiting beliefs that have to be crushed to kind of like enter into the world of niching, um, because, and I can only speak to the people that I've experienced, is um, women in general, we tend to want to help and serve as much as we can, mm -hmm. right? And so the idea of saying no to somebody sometimes can go against our mm -hmm. ethos. So that I find is like, a, it's a big challenge to get beyond. Well, you're not really saying no to them because if they still want to come to you, you can still take those sales calls. You can still close them. Mm -hmm. But I publicly on the internet, if you, if you want to, you know, grow to 50 K plus months, then this is the best way I know how to do it. Yeah. I almost don't even use the word niche anymore in my content. Um, I like, as I said before, like to use the word high ticket problem, unique problem is another way of saying it, a niche because of the stigma, uh, the negative perception attached with the word niche. And mm. so I just use a different terminology to kind of go around that limiting belief. Cause you're, you're exactly right. There's, um, I've experienced this since I started helping coaches 10 years ago. Um, this resistance to, it's not just women, it's, I guess men as well, like to pick a, like I tell them all the time when they come to see me, it's like, look, we can, I can help you with your ads, but we're going to have to choose a specific industry, like a target market. You can't just say, Hey, can't I, I, want help, I want to help business owners. No, you can't. I mean, you can, but you're going to get a lot of low quality leads. Like let's get more specific. Or know. none. Yeah. Or none. Yeah. A little bit low quality or none. And so let's get more specific and that will increase the response and get you better quality, better quality leads. But, um, but yeah, it is, it is that, um, that wrestling with them in their mind of like, Hey, they're excluding people. So I totally get that. But the reality is, and coaches have heard this many times before, if you speak to, if you try and speak to everyone, you're not speaking, you won't speak to anyone. So by trying to speak to everyone, you're actually, you're, that's actually excluding um, people. You're not doing an effective um, job of getting your service into their hands to transform their lives. But if you make it more specific, then you can actually help more people. It sounds counterintuitive, but it, that's how it works. Absolutely. So one of the things that I have in my program is 
And because I am a spiritual woman, um, I do a lot of mindset work. I, we do a lot of like energetic related stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I find that helps like move them through it. And because it's not, there's a few places where, you know, there can be hiccups or there can be challenges, right? And it's it's really yeah. mindset. Um, and once you push through it and you get success, then you get over it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes I feel like... A <laughs> a bit of a therapist to my clients sometimes it's funny. it's funny but um yeah so that that usually actually happens a lot for me around sales around the um the frustration of of um well it's like them not charging what they think they're worth is a big one and um uh yeah they're just their feeling around sales in general about what selling actually is and for me the way that I try to reframe that is selling is really just an exchange of value. It's like, you know, you're not getting, they're actually getting more value than what they're paying. They're getting far more value. Like for example, I've got a client that she helps women basically heal their cancer. Like she got, she, um, oh. yeah. And so what's it worth to save your life? I mean, it's, it's, you can't put a price on that really, but is it worth hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars Yes. It, you know, it is, but she's charging 7,000 somewhere around there. And so, the you know they're giving you that seven thousand and they're getting an amazing transformation in return or whatever it is three thousand five thousand they're getting something much more valuable in return obviously as long as they take action and follow through mm -hmm. but they're getting the point is they're getting the better end of the deal for their for their money and i think that's what we really have to see is like it's, it's an exchange of value they're saying oh my gosh this result i wanted i want this program this is so valuable to me yes i'm willing to give up my my money in exchange for this so it's it's a it's actually a lopsided exchange in their favor is the way that i see it um but i think coaches sometimes feel that um feel weird charging you know three four five thousand dollars or higher for for their service because just because they're not used to it really and they sometimes have a bit of a negative mindset around selling well, I, I think it, in my experience, it's all around um, the energy of money and our money stories and potentially like, right. you know, money stories typically come from parents and, you know, grandparents and like other things. They can also come from culture. Um, yeah. A lot of it comes from like self-worth. And so if we're, if we're not doing our own work, our own internal, you know, energy work or our own internal like mindset work, um, then it will show up in places like mm. that where you don't feel comfortable charging, you know, high ticket. Yes. One of the things that I, you know, cause I think there is a limit, you know, to also your, your level of experience and expertise, right? So what, what I mean by that is if you're just starting out as a coach, don't go straight to selling like a $20,000 offer. If you haven't got many results, yes. like fair enough, you're going to feel a bit weird about that, about a in, bit incongruent. So what I say is look, just charge at a price that you're maybe it just pushes you just a little bit, right? So that could be $1,000, could be 500, but usually for most beginning coaches, it's around 1,000 to $2,000, somewhere in there. Get some case studies under your belt. Then for the next, say, five clients, charge 2,500 or 3,000, get some more case studies. Then as you get more results and case studies, you, you kind of prove to yourself that, hey, I'm actually pretty good at this, right? So you get more confidence and you're also proving to the market that you can get results. So you just incrementally raise your fee, uh, fees and that's the, the way that I think is, um, is, is a good way to do it as, as the coach's confidence builds. I agree. And, and what I always tell my clients is just open the sales floodgate. That first sale is the hardest sale. So hmm. sell at what you're comfortable with, right? Don't yeah. worry about if it's 3,500, 
fine. If you want to get to 10,000, we'll get to 10,000, but first right. open right. the floodgate. Yes, that's uh, same same here to sell some to sell something. <laughs> um, cool. All right, Shannon, I've got uh, one more question, then um, and then I'll let the coaches. Then you can let the coaches know more about where they can go to learn more about you. Um, so I ask this question of all our guests, and that is, you're standing at the top of a mountain, and there's thousands of coaches below you. You can only shout to them one message to be more successful. What is that one message? Intuitively, I got internal alignment. Can we expand on that? Absolutely. So it was kind of just like what we were talking about around self-worth and self-care mm -hmm. and self-prioritization. And the more that we take our like time, energy, money, and love with ourselves to expand our own energy, then the more that we can give to our clients or the more that we can give to our mm -hmm. family, the more we can give from our cup. And um, I don't take being a coach very lightly. It is a very impactful job. Um, we are really changing the world with our clients that we're working with. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't understand how to take care of our own base, right, and, and what we need ourselves, then um, we can't impact our clients at our deepest level. And that's ultimately why we are doing this job in the first place. Right, absolutely. I love that. Um, okay, cool. So can you let the coaches... Um, no, where they can go to learn more about you and what it is that you do. Absolutely. So you can learn more about me at shannondesouza.com um, and you are welcome to friend me with that same name on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and you can find my Facebook group, um, Consistent Clients Club, on my profile or you can search that as well and I would love to welcome you. I do work with men. Predominantly, I do attract women, um, but typically the men that work with me are very soul aligned as well um, and in, into this energy work or wanting to embark on energy work. Okay, cool. Thanks for that. All right, go check out Shannon. And, and by the way, Shannon, thanks for coming on and giving up your time. Um, I knew this was, you know, it's always fun to speak to another coach that is in high ticket, you know, sales. So got a lot of um, similarities in the way that we um, view business. So I appreciate your time and, and, and coming on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, everyone, for being here. No worries. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next week. Cheers.